Ahoy, listeners, young and old, male and female, sailor or land rat, welcome to Would We Ship Em? The wonderful game show where Perry and I discuss which Marvel Cinematic Universe characters we would ship or we would not ship. Get ready and buckle up if that's what you do on ships. I'm not quite sure, but... The, all the maritime words we can think of have been exhausted from my brain, and sit back and relax, and we're going to make some Marvel couples. Great intro. We love it. We love to see it. We love to see it. And speaking of see it, we just saw so much Black Widow. And that is why we're talking about Marvel Marvel ships. And yeah, that that and is not what, not Thanos' ship. Not Thanos. His ship has sailed. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> or did it sink? I think it sunk. <laughs> his ship has sunk. There is a big hole in his ship. Uh, but before we get to that, some some business to take care of some news some trailers uh some other things that we've been watching in the past couple weeks here since we last recorded um first of all Wes what have you been watching lately still just on the Loki grind anything else I've been watching Loki I've been watching Bad Batch Mm -hmm. um I've been watching Attack on Titan Mm. which is a lot to take in it's a lot um that's pretty much it. Yeah? Yeah. And what you think of Loki with one episode to go? It's fun. I like it. Yeah. And what, are you thinking it will be... Like, where do you think it will rank in the hierarchy of the three Marvel uh, shows that we've had so far? Um. So, personally, I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier more than WandaVision, I believe. I don't know if I like Loki more than Falcon and Winter Soldier, just because... A couple of those middle episodes were a little dull in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd pull it. I'd probably put it at number two. That okay. being said, it's not like I didn't like Wandavision. Yeah, loved it. So, yeah, I think I've heard a lot of people saying Loki's their favorite of the three. I I had some issues with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but there was just a couple episodes. Like, I mean, episode four. Is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the best episode of any of these shows so far, in my mind. Um, and though its finale, its its wrap up wasn't maybe what I was hoping. Uh, I think that still kind of takes the nod, just because that episode was so good. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna say this is. Probably Loki's probably gonna top Wandavision for me. Oh, for sure. Uh, I did enjoy Wandavision, but there was too much. It started really slow. Started very slow, and I like the sitcom stuff. But also, if I wanted sitcom, I would watch a sitcom. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I wouldn't just watch ten episodes of sitcom Wandavision. Right. You know, and so it's like, okay, those three episodes were pretty slow. The first episode was great, but then it's like, okay, we got to move forward. And then there was three episodes of that. Um, with very little going on, just mm-hmm. a little bit of sure, 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 a little bit of build up of what's going on, and then they they kind of do pay that off yeah. by at the end, like showing what all that was, and um, and and I do love the kind of trippy mind bendy stuff that was going on, but then the wrap up of WandaVision was just like it felt 
like the whole show was like a specific vibe and then the end felt like the end to a marvel movie which i just wasn't i was like just this feels yeah. like the end to any marvel movie which theoretically i feel like you could take all these <clears throat> series and watch them straight through as a six-hour movie yeah maybe so and, and Catherine hahn great in that in that uh show obviously everybody everybody's great but yeah. but she does particularly well finally getting into her marvel universe character yeah. i think so far though if i were to watch them as a movie i would like loki the most okay loki has rebounded for me i think after the third episode i was like i don't really like this that much mm. third episode was like everything was on a green screen and just a lot of slow like getting to know sylvie mm-hmm. i think is it yep. sylvie or sylvie 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 um, getting to know her as a character and then being like, wait, so he's got a crush on her. Um, is that weird because it's him? Is, yeah, it's it, Loki, but it's her. It, they're not the same person. But if any Marvel's, if any Marvel character is going to fall in love with themselves, yeah. it should be Loki. Yeah, so there you go. There's a ship for you, a Marvel ship. And I don't dislike it. No, I don't either. I don't. And, and two episodes later, you know, I'm back into it. Episode four was fantastic. I thought mm-hmm. of of Loki, and it's funny that episode four of all these series so far have been has been the best one, I think, um, which is crazy. But uh, it's almost like they have some kind of formula there. Mm. So Loki's good. I'm back involved. Five wasn't as good as four, but it still gets me excited for the last episode. Very excited. Um, I don't know. Episode five showed us like the power a Loki can have, which was yeah, which is just fun. so just. Just a lot of just like the mysticalness of like you just kind of have to trust that the that the like it's weird because all of the stuff that they're doing they're interacting with nothing when they're acting like the like enchanting of the mystical being you know or Perry doesn't like spirits or like well it's just no it's not the spirits thing it's that (laughs) it's that it's all just a little non-authentic when you just know that when they were filming all this they were in a set and they were holding nothing sure you know what i mean and i can kind of tell on some of them i don't know it just doesn't always look real when the guys are holding their hand like the guy's like holding his hands and looking kind of constipated but really he's he's like summoning his powers to transform this green screen city around him Mm -hmm. and so like i don't know it just kind of you really got to buy into it. And I think there's some times where I didn't buy into it. Uh, but I am excited for what happens in the last episode. And that comes out uh, as we are watching or as we are recording this. It is uh, Wednesday, um, four days from now. So wild. Yeah. Exciting. I've been watching Central Park season two. Have, yeah. Fantastic. I just love that show. It's so fun. It's just a lighthearted, fun. I love that for you show that you should you should check out because i think you will love it it looks like it looks like bob's burgers is what it looks like yeah but it's it's bob's burgers you take it down to to like a tv 14 level okay and you add the the josh gad as producer and character okay and it's a musical comedy so there's good songs leslie odom jr is, is one of the main voices uh, <clears throat> as well as Josh Gad, obviously. Yeah, the songs are good, and it's just fun and lighthearted. I honestly think, Wes, this is right up your alley. As someone who is a fan of musicals... I am a fan of musicals. I am that. Yeah. This is a show that you should give a shot. I don't know if it would involve just like paying five bucks for a month of Apple TV Plus and just watching all 10 or 20 episodes, I guess, if you want to watch season one, which Kristen Bell is in season one, and then they replace her for season two. But it's fantastic. Give okay. it a shot if you haven't seen it. 
that one's a great one. Luca. Did we both see Luca? We were planning I, on doing a BMC, but now it's kind of just been have, too far past. I have not seen you it. You have not seen Luca? No. Okay, well, I, I enjoyed Luca a lot. Uh, we Like I said, we're not doing a BMC on Luca, it sounds like, but uh, I did go on to my cousin's podcast um, to talk about Luca. It's called The Wonderful World of Disney, Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and they, they every week talk about Disney Plus, and they pick out, they usually do some kind of like recap of whatever show they're watching. Right now, it's Loki. And then go into a movie that they picked out. So they've done some just obscure, uh, obscure movies, and then they've done some bigger movies. And they just and they invited me on to talk about Luca with them. So, so if you want a little more opinions, a little more of my opinions on Luca, go ahead mm-hmm. and do that. And you can see me attempt to wipe the floor oh. of my cousins in a oh, wow. in a guess the the movie score Disney movie score kind of game wow. that we played. So yeah, that's fun. Go check them out. And I thought Luca was good. It was a solid movie. Very lighthearted. Okay. Very fun. Love it. Um, did I rank? I'm not sure if I put it on my my Pixar official rankings yet. Let me double check. Okay, so I did not put it on yet. I need to do that. I need to decide where it's going. So I'll probably decide that later today. Stay tuned. You can go onto my blog later and see where I put it in the Pixar catalog. But uh, lastly, uh, Wes, or I guess second to lastly, Monsters at Work. Have you heard about that? That I have heard about it. Yeah. I watched the first two episodes of it. Did they drop them all? No. They're doing, they dropped two and they're going to drop every Wednesday, I believe. Okay. Um, And my first impressions were, well, first of all, I'll say that it starts the day after the events of Monsters, Inc. So the day after Waternoose gets taken away right um and they figure everything out and they're starting to figure out okay how do we power things with laugh energy how do we go from being a scare company to a laugh company um so that's kind of the premise and this guy the main character guy that's i mean they have plenty of mike and sully yeah but there's a new main character and the, the premise of him is that he is hired as a scare monster Mm-hmm. got hired uh, as a scarer the, that like day pretty much and so he goes to work as for his first day of work that day after Waternoose is gone mm-hmm. and he's like I'm the new scarer and everybody's like huh? we don't do that <laughs> yeah and so they're like you go work with the uh, just maintenance oh wow <laughs> yeah and so the idea is like him trying to work his way up and trying to become funny and whatever mm-hmm. um it seems to be, yeah, a lighthearted show, maybe aimed more at at kids, but also, like, it's fun. It's not, like, a, something that you'd be totally bored with. I think you got to be a Pixar fan. you got to be a fan of Monsters, Inc. I don't think it'll capture the, the attention of sure. of people that don't, that aren't just Monsters, Inc. fans mm-hmm. and expect it to be, like, a adult series. No, it's not. It's more of a kid series. The a- animation is pretty impressive. Uh, it, it blends pretty well with Monsters, Inc. being from 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, this animation blends pretty well. It feels like it's modern animation, but it still looks like all the characters. Good stuff, good stuff. And it, they brought back, you know, voice actors, which is key. You know, that has to John happen. John Goodman. Has to happen. Billy Crystal. Uh, and the googly bear or whatever. Uh, the girl with the snake hair. Oh. Cecilia, I think. I something. her name. Um her, she's back. Roz. Roz. Although I think Roz was only in like the first episode and then 
And then she, they like switch it to like her sister. And so that's a different voice actor, but it still sounds super similar. It's not that hard to do a Roz voice. I'm watching you, Mike Wazowski. Really not that hard. They could have hired me. But yeah, good show. I've been enjoying that. I'll probably keep watching it. Another show I've been watching. This is just going to go on forever. Uh, Apparently, yeah. The Mysterious Benedict Society. Another show on Disney Plus. I've watched three episodes of now. Pretty fun kid actors that are like, it's got a very like stranger thingsy like series of unfortunate events mm-hmm. type kind of vibe to it uh you can tell it's a little low budget uh tony hale is the lead adult actor i suppose um and he is fantastic and okay. he's the voice of forky in uh-huh, Toy Story forky, 4, and guy. he's in arrested development i think he's a, he is fantastic uh in his role and then the voice of um trixie from toy story 4 as well toy story 3 and 4 she is uh a character but it's mostly kid actors and they're pretty decent i've been enjoying it so it's not like a show that i'm getting too far into but i think it's a short series so i'll probably finish that and the last thing i wanted to mention <laughs> <laughs> before i mean we're only th- 13 minutes into this recording so i'm not doing too bad okay besides go sons is oh, go sons <laughs> oh my goodness is encanto uh the next Disney animated feature mm-hmm. just dropped its trailer finally because it's coming out in November. So I've been waiting for this trailer. It's, it's, it's turn first ever trailer and it looks pretty fun. Okay. The idea is there's this magical family in this magical house in like Colombia or something mm-hmm. like South America. That means just, I love. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You're right. Unless. And can Encanto. Unless me encanto. That's just that's yeah, I that means love. I, that means yeah. That means I love it. I I think it's gonna be a musical potentially. Okay. Let me look. Do I mean, we, oh, it does. It's definitely a musical because here's okay. Here's the interesting thing that really got me is like I'm like wait, Lin Manuel Miranda. Wes, you're not paying attention. Yes, I am. Lin Manuel Miranda, my dude. What about him? He is. Perry, you know I composer. don't love. You don't love I. You don't. You know I don't love Lin Manuel Miranda. Wait, what? You're not. Oh, it is Columbia. Nice. You're not like everybody else crazy about Lin Manuel Miranda's here's my, work. Here's my thing with Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel. Yeah, the song. He wrote the songs for this movie. Here's the thing, Perry. I don't love <clears throat> Hamilton. I like it. Well, we've talked about Hamilton. You liked it after the movie, but not not with just the songs. Here's the thing. Lin Manuel Miranda can't sing. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was good in Mary Poppins Returns. He's great. He really, he's a wonderful human being, from what I can tell. I don't know him, but if he, Lin Manuel Miranda, if you want to meet up, let me know. I'll, I'll take us out to dinner. To like Lin Manuel, please come on the podcast and prove to us you can sing. Well, no, because then I'm going to sound like a jerk. Yeah. Criticizing them when someone that can sing better than me, I'm sure. Oh, facts. But don't get Wes singing T Swift. I feel like everyone wants him to do everything now. Well, he is super talented at songwriting. Uh, whether so whether Swift. or not you think he's a good singer, Taylor Swift did not compose the songs for this film, <laughs> but uh, Lin Manuel Miranda did. It's ri- it's directed by Byron Howard and Jared Bush, who uh, are the team behind Zootopia, I believe. Yes, team behind Zootopia. Byron Howard also was co-director of Bolt and Tangled. Oh, we love and Tangled. was supervising animator on Lilo and Stitch and Brother Bear. Jared Bush was co-write, uh, co-director and writer for Zootopia, 
um, and wrote Mo- for Moana as well. So two very accomplished Disney names. Um, and it's about a family called the Madrigals who live in an enchanted town in the ma- mountains of Colombia. Every child but one in their magical house has grant- has been granted unique abilities such as strength and healing. Um, Maribel, however, the o- only ordinary child discovers that magic is under threat and she may be the only one able to save it. Okay. So it's it's been in in like process since like 2016. So they've been working on this one for a while. I've been hearing I've been hearing the the word Encanto as an upcoming film for many years and it's finally coming out. I'm excited for this one. I think this one may be has a potential to be the next big Disney animated hit. Oh, really? Uh, since like I don't know if you call like I would say Frozen obviously would probably like the last like big hit for Disney animation. Well, for sure. Like Moana was a hit. Moana but, like, was a hit, but not like a huge one. I I don't think anything's ever going to be as big of a hit as Frozen, to be honest. Yeah, it, it won't. I, this feels like a Tangled kind of to me. Uh, okay, Tangled's fantastic. Well, Tangled's fantastic. Fantastic. So Tangled's better than Moana. I I'm going to try to temper my expectations because I know if I have Tangled expectations, it's likely to fall short of. Them. Well, now I have those expectations, Perry. Ah, sorry about that. Are you saying I'm going to get another Eugene Fitzherbert? <laughs> no, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm just the way Disney's been going lately. Uh, there's probably the lead woman is probably not going to have a lead man. They're just going away from that because PR. I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of lead ladies and lead men, we just had. Well, I'm, Perry, let's talk about something fun that we've been doing. What have with, we been doing with lead ladies and lead men? Shipping. Yes. No, Perry, our collabs with the Animation oh, Addicts. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. We had our episode with the leading ladies. Yes, you you guys heard this already, hopefully, our episode on a definitive ranking for the Disney yeah, princesses. The correct ranking. Yes, and to be fair, we did not talk about any any level of their attractiveness uh, right. as playing into their right. rating. Right, right. But that was part of the rating for the princes. The princes. Uh, so if you guys want to hear us talking about how hunky we think some of the princes are. If you want to hear me gush over Flynn Rider. Yeah, and gush over Flynn Rider. Which we both did. You can. Yes, I'm also a fan of Flynn Rider. You can go over to the Animation Addicts podcast and check out their episode. I believe it is 211. Something like that. And it should have just came out recently. But it, it was is, a blast. It is all about Disney princes and heroes. Disney uh, hunks, heroes, and oh, I, I feel like there was another H. But look it up. It was really fun. Animation addicts. We had up. a blast. Animation addicts podcast. Go check. Morgan and Chelsea. Them. Fantastic. Um, yes, they are professionals at uh, at evaluating the hunkiness of Disney characters. As are we. As are we. Apparently, <laughs> it was a new experience for me. But I think I, I think I did quite well. I, I stayed true too. to myself. You know. All right, Perry. All right. Well, now. now. Now to ship or not to ship. Shall we ship some things? Let's ship them. Would you like to ship your pants? I have done that already twice today. I would not like to do it again. <laughs> you shipped your pants. Where to? Uh, well, you know, you got to send some, I got to send some clothes back to Florida because I'm moving pretty soon. So shipping, shipping pants is nothing new to me. Do you remember that that UPS commercial? Oh, absolutely. I was Incredible. Yes. One of the best commercials of all time. I think it was actually a Super Bowl commercial. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Please. So we're going to talk about some Marvel Cinematic Universe ships. Yes, in um, honor of Black Widow. In honor of Black Widow, mm-hmm. which, if you didn't know, is about Black Widow, and you should yes. go to our BMC. And about she that. doesn't have ships anymore because she's dead. Yeah, but she did fly a lot of ships, and she is involved in a couple of these. Oh yes, okay. As she should be. Um, 
So basically, snip, snap, snip, snap. basically, Perry, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to make a couple out of some Marvel characters. One, okay. one I don't really know if I can say male and female because like Drax and for example, Drax and Mantis, they're like aliens. Uh-huh. And like uh, Nebula is like part cyborg. Sure. So I'm going to just call them one character who presents as what we would assume to be male <laughs> and the other that we would assume to be female, even if she be a robot. Yes. Sound good? Sure. Are you ready to uh, load some ships and send them out to sea, Perry? I would say so. All right. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to present to us a potential couple, as I previously mentioned, one that presents as a male counterpart or a female counterpart. Okay. Uh-huh. And then make them a couple. No thruples. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, if, what if you gave me like a singular person and then two counterparts which one would go better i don't know if i can think that fast okay fair enough um and then we're just gonna talk about them if we ship them some of them will be real real relationships in the mcu that are actually a thing for example tony stark and pepper Potts. we'll talk about sure and then some other ones that we think might just be interesting or not all right and i don't know if you want to rank them out of 10 out of 10 but i didn't have any i don't have any paper to write them down so all right just do it verbally sounds good sound good yeah i mean I will say, I, I'm i not in practice, but I've heard that this is, like, something that people do all the time. Well, you know, like... Shipping people. Well, I think we had a... We even had, like, a little spiel about Zutara. Right. Zutara would be, like, a classic example of, like, very little evidence. Just, like, a, just very little Zutara in the show. But everybody just jumped on everybody the Zutara wants ship. Everybody wants it. And even though it's clear that they did not end up together based on where the children came from mm-hmm. in Legend of Korra. Correct. But we still ship it. Suck it up. All right, Perry. First one. We're going to go with a real one. Peter Quill and Gamora. Peter Quill and Do Gamora. Do you ship? Do I ship them? It's a good starter. Uh, I would say... I'm going to say yes. Okay. Though it doesn't feel as obvious, maybe. I think, I think I'm going to say yes because... Peter Quill is so sweet to Gamora as she is figuring out what it's like to like have a heart basically and to care for another human. Sure. Being or just speak. I don't I mean she's not a human I guess but uh, yeah and so I think and then after that as as like it's clear that he is like crazy about her early on which to be fair he's kind of like that kind of he's a bit persona. of a yeah he's a bit of a um, I think he gets around maybe so I think he's always looking for a counterpart yes and then so I do really like how they both kind of are out of their element together of like him being like putting her her before him a lot of times and and not being like the womanizer Peter Quill anymore and then in her like not killing everyone and actually caring about another person as she figures out that that is a yeah. good thing to sure. do. Sure. So I'm going to say yes, though. It's not an obvious one to me that they're like suit. They have a ton of chemistry, mm-hmm. uh, but I like their arc that they go on. Sure. Um, I like them as a couple in guardians of the galaxy two Because mm. you actually see them like help each other solve issues. Even though that movie is crap. Oh, it's hilarious. It's funny, but it's bad. But it's funny. But it's funny. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what it's supposed to be. They're like, we're going to make a movie. 
It's going to make money. It's going to be funny. It's going to have nothing to do with the rest of the MCU. But it's going to be funny. But we're going to have money. And people are going to like it. And people are going to love the soundtrack. <laughs> and people are going to pay to go see it. Exactly. Um, I like the relationship in that movie because they, she's, she actually helps him like figure out his life, which is really nice. Yeah. And we can put Kurt Russell in it and he can be a planet. Yep. God thing that however has lots of wives that he has impregnated impregnates and, and then kills and stuff however Perry I can tell that Peter Quill has a type hmm. and that type is female characters that don't have the typical skin tone of an earthling okay they're if you ever notice he had he has Gamora who's green which is always Saldana is never her actual skin tone in a movie except for Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Um, She's either blue or green. I know you've made that joke on the show a few times. So many times. I stand by it. (laughs) And he had another like little fling. Remember? She was like pink, I think. Remember? Oh. Yeah. Was she like, like a Thanos servant? No, I think it was in like the, I don't remember. Was she like the servant of the collector? I don't know. Not that girl. Oh, it was on that one. What's the planet that they go to? I don't know what you're talking the about. The one that had, um, oh, Pat, not, what's his name? What's his name? Not Z- it's not, the planet's not Zaldar. Oh, what is it called? Come on. Where they, where the Ronin ship goes and they break apart the, the barricade thing. Oh, okay. The, the. Uh, the original Guardians of the Galaxy we're talking about. Xanthar. No. Xandar. Uh, That's what it is. Right? Let me let me double check. Look up Xandar. Let me double check. That's, that's check. Xandar. X-A-N-D-A-R. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> Feel free to remove whatever that was there that you want to. It was a girl on Xandar. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, So I shipped the original Gamora and Peter Quill okay. enough. Uh, but after, you know, we get new Gamora from new reality mm. and she doesn't like him, I don't really think I want them to be together anymore. I was uh, kind of over it, you know? Yeah, it is kind of sad because she's a whole different person and they went through a whole like, thing. That, yeah, they the, went through a lot together Yeah, and then she remembers none of it. So also, he's trying she to go. So he's trying to basically date a whole new person. Right. That is the same underneath. Theoretically. But they would have to go through all this again. Yeah. And it would be so hard. Because he's already done it. Yeah. And she has not. And we'll see how much he yeah. cares about also, her. Also, where'd she go? She died. This is a new dimensional her. Yeah, where'd she go? What do you mean? Like, after the battle, where'd she go? They just haven't had another movie, right? Well, no, because like, they get on the ship, they're like, we're going to find Gamora. Oh. Oh, good. yeah, I don't know. It's been a while since I watched that, honestly. I watched it last week. Oh, nice. Well, uh, yeah, who knows? But we all, well, I'll tell you what. They will be back together at the end yeah, of the night, Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, Perry. Uh, we're going to stick with Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Drax and Mantis. Do I ship them? No. 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 Explain. I don't think that either of them would be capable of a ship. <laughs> <laughs> Drax was married and had kids. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's another reason why I don't. I don't know. I'm for it. You're for it? I just Do you know I why? don't see it. Why Do you know why, Perry? It? Because even if it's bad, it'll be funny. <laughs> okay. And I will pay to see it. Ah. Gotta love it. I give them a 6 out of 10. Okay. Oh, did we rank the first one? No. Okay, I'll give them a 7 out of 10, the first one. I'll give uh, them a 5. And Gamora give, and Peter? Yeah, 5. 
Star Take Lord. it or leave it. Okay, I'll give him, I'll give him a seven. Um, though there's that was maybe in, that was the original maybe Gamora before the new Gamora. So I don't know about the new one. Okay. Um, this one I'm gonna give a four. Okay, that's fair. Four out of ten. That's fair. All right, Perry. This is one that is a favorite of many people. Okay. Vision and Wanda. Vision and Wanda. Do you ship it? Absolutely. Me too. Absolutely. I love Paul Bettany. Everybody mm-hmm. seems to think I look like Paul Bettany. I can see it. Do you see it? I, I, a lot I of people say I look like Wanda. So. Oh. I made oh. that up. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm never going to tell people like, I'm never going to take offense to being told I look like Paul Bettany. But I'll you're also tell, never going to tell you that. Are you ever going to just say to people, you know, some people say I look like right, Paul Bettany. Right. I just did, I think. But uh, <laughs> I don't necessarily think I do look like him, but I will take the huge compliment every single time. He's a good looking man. And they definitely have chemistry, uh, have, a, have chemistry, have a character arc of yeah it's just sweet it's sweet yeah. the arc they go on where he's he's a robot yeah i'm not really sure but how he's got human well i think the minds don't help yeah he's got basically know? a human heart like it seems yeah. like i'm not really sure how he has the capacity to love mm-hmm. and maybe he doesn't here's yeah. what here's what i'm thinking perry because all wanda maximoff wants is to be loved because she right. has, has had everything thanos took everything from her right and nobody is no human it seems like is capable no of providing what she needs in a companion based on everything she's been through and all the power that she has. Yeah. And she's just different than everybody. Yeah. And they're just, they're perfect. Yeah. And Vision in WandaVision, he's so kind to her. Uh-huh. Great husband. Uh-huh. Facts. Big facts. Yeah. And whenever he, uh, in that, uh, oh. But he also won't take no crap. Right. When he figures out what she's doing, even though it's fake Vision. Right. Which like, kind of real vision, but like she creates him real, right? And but he when he figures out what she's doing, he's like, "This is not right." Yep, and he stands up to her, which is amazing. All right, Perry. Oh, ten out of ten, by the way. Ten out of ten. Well, let me say nine and a half. I mean, he is a robot, but I'll, I'll say I'll give him nine and a half out of ten because they're not my favorite ship. Oh, okay, okay. Um, is this specifically MCU? Yes. Uh, could is it all Marvel? Yeah. Okay. That's what you told me to do. Why? Were you trying to ship Never something mind. else? No, 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 no. What are you trying no, to do? Continue, continue. No, we'll, I'm con- we'll get it to the end, maybe. Throw an extra ship in there. What? What is it? At the end. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay. But yes, I'll give it a 10 out of 10. Um, I won't necessarily say it's my favorite ship, though. There just may be others at 10 out of 10. Okay. Um, Steve Rogers and Shannon Carter. Yeah. Uh, wait, Sharon? Oh, yes. Sharon. Sharon. Oh, so not Peggy. I can't read. Steve Rogers and Sharon Carter. Um, I thought you were going to say Peggy, but yes, I will give that one. It's kind of weird. I'm going to say I'm going to not ship this one. And 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 it's not because I mean, they're both extremely good looking humans, but it is kind of weird that you just like are in love with someone like she has your your full heart and then. I mean, it's just a totally... Rela- and then you defect a, to her niece. A total, totally relatable thing that happens is, is just you wake up 70 years later. And, and she's dead. And she's almost. not really dateable. Because she's on her deathbed. she's on her deathbed. And so, yeah, the niece happens to be available. And so you make out with we, her. We've all been in the situation. Uh, so... <laughs> what? Do, but it always feels a little weird, right? Also, also Sharon becomes a little, uh, a little toxic. Yes. Do you watch... 
Falcon yes, Winter Falcon Soldier. Winter Soldier. She has because of helping Cap. Ironically, yeah. she gets basically kicked out of Shield, and so really she shouldn't is, ship it either. Becomes a like, hardened girl, yeah, who is now doing some very shady stuff, and is probably going to have yeah. a lot of Cap would not a lot of that. a role, maybe even a villain role. I don't think so. I think she will be. She will come around. Probably more antihero, if anything. Yeah. Um, in the next Captain America movie that is going to star mm-hmm. Sam Wilson as Can't wait. Captain America. Also, while we're on it, Sam Wilson's Captain America costume so much cooler. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I love it. The I white. It's the white for me. Uh, mm. It's all right, but I liked his old costume better. I think. Rude. All right, Perry. Uh, so what are we ranking that one? I'm going to give that one like a three. Yeah, I was going to say three. Strictly because of the weirdness factor. Yeah. Don't don't date the love of your life's niece. That's weird. Yeah, or any relative of the love of your life. Well, let's not say any that. Any relative. I mean... This isn't the Old Testament where you just like, <laughs> if your husband dies of some kind of disease at 25, which happened all the time, then you just go down to his brother, to his next brother, to his next brother. I mean, Perry, I have heard of real instances where... A couple has been dating, and one of and like the man left his girlfriend for her mom. That's the thing. I've heard that. You've heard that in real life. Yes. <sighs> the world is a sinful place. <laughs> All right, <man>. continue. <laughs> okay, Perry. Um, let's do Tony Stark and Pepper Potts, a classic. I do ship them. I think they're cute. It is sweet to see how. Pepper Potts changes Tony Stark. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, everybody's like, these days the common thing in relationships is like, find you a girl that doesn't want to change you. Or even girls say the same thing. Find you someone who do, who just just loves you as you are and doesn't want to change you. No, but like, Pepper I don't, makes I don't want someone better. to change me. I don't think that's a real thing. Like, yeah. if we're being honest, like, if the person you're dating or married to or whatever should help change you and make you into a better person. Right. Relationship advice from Banter. I hardly know Yes, it. and... Definitely Pepper does that with Tony Stark, who Absolutely. is just this playboy Bruce Wayne kind of mm-hmm. kind of guy. And she and, makes him a dad. Yeah, makes him a dad. And all of a sudden, he cares about someone other than himself the most. Yeah. And that's just really all it took for him. Yeah. And, you know, still a process. Still a yeah. process. I don't love her character. Oh, I do. Like, all around. But Iron Man 3, just so, so bad. <laughs> and she's kind of a feature character in that more than most other of her movies. But the ship, I'll give an, I'll give it a eight point seven five out of ten. Yeah, Perry, I, w- I watched Endgame again the other day, and I'm starting to. I've seen it so many times now, uh-huh. which is great for me. That I'm starting to think of like maybe like my top five favorite moments like in Endgame, and number two or three might very well be when Pepper just storms in in her Iron Woman, <laughs> and she thumps down on the ground and the mask comes up because you know she she loves she loves tony eight out of ten nice yeah you i thought you'd go higher than me i did too okay eight out of ten all right perry let's do something that doesn't really exist peter parker and shuri that does not exist have they met each other i mean maybe briefly in the end game battle you got two two young brainiacs I am not going to ship them. Okay. And not just because it doesn't actually, not actually a thing. I think it's because Shuri is just a much more, like she would demand someone that is mature, <laughs> someone that has been through a lot. Um, I mean, that's not to say that Peter hasn't been through a lot, 
But when I look at both those characters, Peter still... He's a kid. Is a kid. And he's a kid at heart. And, you know, responsibility, still a tough thing for him. You know, like, he's... Sure. But his identity has been leaked to the world. And what better place to hide than Wakanda? <laughs> I suppose. I suppose so. Now, I think Shuri, Shuri just demands a higher, higher level of responsibility okay, okay. and uh, and maturity based on what she has had to be for Wakanda and what she will have to be now for Wakanda. So, Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? I mean, she is now the oldest in line... As, I want her to be Black Panther so bad. I think she will be. I either her or Killmonger. If Killmonger somehow didn't die, but I don't think it's gonna be Killmonger. That would be sick though, if it was Killmonger and like they somehow decide like he they can just rewrite that and be like, oh, he didn't die. He was just in prison or something. Um, it would be maybe a little hollow there, but I think Killmonger would make a sick. Black I think Shuri would be an incredible. And I think then they, ima- they will go. And Shuri. then Perry. And then imagine, imagine a Black Panther and Spider-Man team up. All right, Perry. Uh, a new one. Okay. And like new to us, Loki and Sylvie. Loki and Sylvie. Would we ship them? I do. Loki and Sylvie. Uh, yes, I do. I think I. I don't I definitely know I, do. I don't know if I said this. In, I think I said this in this episode. Who better to fall in love with themselves? <laughs> I know, right? Then Loki. I mean, it does just it's it's a Loki thing. Like he nobody's perfect enough for himself than himself. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, Loki has never yeah, it's the same story as Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. He's he's never cared about anybody but himself. He's cared about Thor a couple times. A couple times maybe. And now it's like you can tell he cares so much about Sylvie. Oh yeah. And it's changing him. Yeah. And I love it. I love to see it. He's he's the story of just a frustrated friend that He's you so that you have seen your whole life. You're like, oh, I just wish they would stop making those bad choices. And he just keeps coming back around and then making another switcherooski. Yep. Back to the to the dark side of really just fighting for himself. And then he comes back and then he's dead. And then he's who knows? Who knows? Uh, he's died so many times. Yes, the god of mischief. But I do like this if if it's not weird i guess is the thing is like, oh it's weird but it's not like clearly it's a little weird because when they held hands it like shot up a steep nexus of right because thing. but they're not siblings right they're like the same person is there any rules about that is there a female west in an alternate reality <laughs> is there does she have hair i don't know <laughs> i wouldn't know <laughs> Yes, I'll ship them. I'll ship them at an 8 out of 10, strictly just because I don't know where that dating yourself thing kind of falls into weirdness. Um, I'm going to give them an 8.5, Perry. And I'm going to say, I'm going to dial dial the weirdness down by saying they're not really human. So, oh, they're, yes, you're right. Who they're, are we to say not. what um, mystical gods of mischief can do? Hmm. So. Fair enough. That's a nice, humble perspective. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Perry. Uh, let's move on. <clears throat> let's shall. I'm making this one up off my brain. Okay. Nebula and Hawkeye. Nebula and Hawkeye. Absolutely not. No chance. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. Next. <laughs> <gasps> Come on. Hawkeye, first of all, has a wife and kids. Yeah, Velma. <laughs> And it's a sweet 
thing how much he cares about his family. Second of all, Nebula is just like, I mean, I feel for her, but no way is some like half robot alien girl a good relationship part partner for a human being that has been married to a human being for years and really only has human being abilities to shoot an, a bow and arrow like it's just no no chance that's a that's a that's a zero out of ten that's there's fair. there's absolutely no lower i could give that one you know i give it a one out of ten perry i'm gonna give okay. him a shot okay uh they do share a moment kind of whenever uh um barton has been running away from the four-legged monsters and he's laying on the ground clutching the glove and nebula walks up and he goes oh i know you here but then it's not really her it's the bad nebula if nebula is ever really bad but i feel like that's such a troll and and there's a moment there's a moment wherever you know she gets all glitchy and she gets on the intercom and who does she call she doesn't call uh romanoff she doesn't call Rhodey. she calls barton she's like barton barton thanos knows i'm thinking she's got a crush perry i'd sooner put yelena or romanoff who also might have a different last name with clint than i would but he's so much older than her that's kind of gross but nebula's like a robot and we don't know how old she is she might be pretty old pretty young too or, or pretty old who knows who knows well perry speaking of the romanoffs yeah natasha romanoff uh-huh. aka black widow uh-huh. and bruce banner yeah i do ship him but also I would never ship anybody with Wanda too or with with Natasha too high. I don't think. Why? Because I think Natasha doesn't need. I, I'm not gonna be the guy who's like don't need no man and like. But like, she. It's just she's just a different character when she's like. Like when you think in in Captain America Winter Soldier like. You know, if her her and Captain America, like, it seemed like a decent fit there, too. But, like, I don't know. It just, I would honestly sooner put that as a ship than I would <gasps> what? this one. Well, that was going to be my next one. So we can just talk about both at the same okay, time. Okay, let's talk about both. I, I will say I do ship Hulk, uh, or Banner, and Scarlett Johansson's uh, Black Widow. But mainly because just the fact that she can get him to calm down. In, and he can get her to calm down. Yeah, I guess so. And they're both a little older. Both accomplished in their fields. <laughs> yeah. Ready to settle down, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel for both of them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they that's how they've connected. It's just like, there's no going back. Uh, you know, from what the, how they have gotten to this point, they both feel enormous weight. And there's no going back. They have just these huge pasts and things that make them different from about just about anybody else and there that makes it possible for them to accept each other i will ship them at a 6.75 out of 10 perry natasha romanoff should be natasha banner 10 out of 10 wow 10 out of 10 my favorite ship in all of marvel wowza i love them i wanted them to get together so bad okay I wanted them to be a couple so bad. Man. All right. Wow. They should have been. So I don't know why. I think maybe it's just part of like Winter Soldier being like my favorite movie. And 
yeah i don't know i always i always liked that ship of of uh romanoff and and captain america that's fair i mean i give that one i'd give that one a seven out of ten yeah i'll give that a seven at i'll give it out a seven which is just a, a just a notch above banner and romanoff they should have been in love they probably were but they knew that they just just couldn't do it what you're saying is bruce banner was too afraid to pull the trigger probably I love them. Yeah. I love them. Cold, cold feet. Cold, very big, very, very big, green huge feet. feet. Well, I mean, he did get sent to another planet. Yeah. They lost valuable time. Yeah. There. And also, like, after that, he had, like, become huge permanently. Mm hmm. Might have been weird. Might have been weird. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. All right, Perry. Bucky Barnes and Okoye. Huh. Okoye. I guess I'm having hard times even considering them when they like have no no well, they interactions. Do have, but they very, do. Very, very few. I mean, when you think about it, they probably have had plenty of interactions. Right, but I haven't seen them. So I don't know how they interact <laughs> together. And so it's so much easier when I see how characters have interacted together on screen. Uh, I'm going to not ship them. Okay. Honestly... Sharon and Bucky might be a decent ship. You, you don't like it. I like. Uh, I kind of like uh, uh, Sharon and Sam. Huh. I ship that one. Okay. She just make her way around all the Captain Americas. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I don't ship Okoye and Bucky. That'll be like. I don't really have any reasoning. I just. I, I think, just don't see it. I think Okoye would be a great wingman for Bucky. Maybe so, but I see them as friends. And Bucky is kind of like he can be kind of passive. Like I think Akoye is like like she's gonna be the alpha of whatever relationship she's in. Sure, and that's fine. She would need a more passive man, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Bucky's that guy. I give him two out of ten. Yeah, that's about where I'm at. All right, Perry, we're gonna stick with some Black Panther stuff here. Okay. I'm gonna give you two ships. You got to pick one: T'Challa and Akoye. Okay. Or T'Challa and Nakia. Yeah, Nakia. Really? Yeah, that's the actual ship he has, right? Yeah. You'd rather you you you'd ship a Koye with Absolutely. T'Challa first. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'm hard. I'm just worse at the imagination of like who's someone who's not with. Would they be better together? I think Akoye and T'Challa have even more. Have probably have more screen time together than T'Challa and Nakia. They do. do. I think Akoye is more loyal to the king. Also, just saying. I I love Nakia's like personality of like she is clear that she likes T'Challa a lot mm -hmm. and she wants to be with him but she's also clear that I've got things that are important to me that I'm not going to budge on to be your queen and I love that I think that's okay. fantastic that um, so it's not like she's like an alpha dog that would like step on his toes as king which I think maybe Akoya might Akoya might which is not a bad thing too as like the fact that she can she's a fantastic leader clearly Nakoye and Nakia I think you can just see that she has a heart for people and helping others that maybe are less fortunate and she is not not interested in being T'Challa's queen but she's like I can't be your queen until it's clear that we can help others with our resources so fantastic okay. I'll, I'll ship them out an eight eight and a half oh wow yeah. That's high. Yeah, I like them. I think Okoye is far better than Nakia. Uh, better warrior, 
more loyal to the king as a queen should be. More of a queen than Nakia, for queen. sure. Yes, queen. For sure. Um, also, who do we see at Tony Stark's funeral? Okoye. And T'Challa and Shuri. True. No Nakia to be seen. Huh. And all those Wakanda soldiers fought in that fight. Why? Where was she? Where was she? Why did she get? Where was she? I don't know. She wasn't a soldier. No, but you, a soldier. you know she would have rushed into battle. Maybe. Okoye is so much better than Nakia. But maybe not for T'Challa, though. I think so. Uh, I think Okoye has gotten T'Challa out of more tight spots than Nakia probably has. Hey, we're in a tight, tight spot. spot. All right. Also, Okoye has one of my favorite lines in Marvel ever. When he was like, what else do you want? I don't know. Maybe the Olympics? Maybe a Starbucks? <laughs> Favorites. Favorite moments. That's funny. So she's better. So I give I give Okoye and T'Challa a 7 out of 10. I give Nakia maybe a 5. Let's do some magical people. Oh, great. That are going to interact. But we haven't seen them interact yet. Nice. Magical connections with Wes. Magic. Absolutely, Harry. <laughs> Dr. Stephen Strange. Hmm. And Wanda Maximoff. You know? Newly single Wanda. <laughs> On the rebound. I could I could ship them. Okay. Even though like like I said, I gave a ten out of ten to Wanda and and uh Vision, so it's not like I think that I would ship them anywhere to that degree. But I, I could ship them. they they have a lot of similarities. Yeah, I think they could easily handle each other um like personality wise. And Probably in a similar age bracket. Yeah. I think, in the, well, Strange is probably a little older. Maybe so. Maybe but you bit. know what Dr. Stephen Strange has that Wanda has never had? A steady income. <laughs> I suppose. Although I guess that's kind of gone now. Yeah. But he's probably sitting on a lot of money. Well, he's also the, the guardian of the sanctum. Is it not, not Grandmaster? Uh, Sorcerer Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. That's right. That probably strange is the best of us. Yeah. So I would say, especially after seeing who Wanda is kind of looking like she's going to become mm-hmm. at the end of WandaVision, I will say yes. I will ship them at a seven out of ten. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's high. I give them a four out of ten. I wouldn't be mad if I saw it. Wow, maybe our rating skills are just different. In my mind, seven out of ten is like like average. Like, yes, I would chip them, but that's about average. Uh, When I say like a 5 out of 10, that's like 50-50 for me. So I'm like, I uh, could take it or leave it. 4 out of 10 is like, I mean, if you want to... So 4 out of 10 is saying you would not. Is that basically? 0 is I would not. In my mind, if, well, I'm, if I'm saying... Uh, I, I would if say... If I'm f- saying a 6 out of 10, then that's a yes, I would. If I would I'm say, saying under 5, it's a no. Maybe that's what is what I'm saying. I'm mm. saying 4 out of 10, like, I would rather not. Okay. But if you did it, it's whatever. Right. Uh, it's not going to ruin the MCU for me. Cool. I give him a 4 out of 10. I don't need to see it. I think he's a little old. I'm afraid to be robbing the crate a little bit. Uh, also, she's just on the rebound. Also, I think we're going to get Vision back. Yeah. Just but saying. it's going to take some time. Well. Gray Vision, White Vision. We're going to have... I'm sure the Marvel Cinematic Universe has plenty of time to do whatever they want. Yeah. Considering they have the time stone. Uh-huh. Oh. Or, I guess they don't. I guess it's gone. Mm, they can just get another one from the TBA. Well, not after Loki destroys it, <laughs> which I feel like is going to happen. Um, Clint Barton another, and, Black, and Black Widow. Another Barton. Uh, Barton and Black Widow. 
They definitely have a history. Yeah, I'm going to say no. And the reason why is I love their just kind of really... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they have a really good friendship. And oh, absolutely. It, and it's like a deep friendship. I think they might be best friends. Yeah. And I'm not going to try to ruin that with the exactly. ship. Zero out of 10 for me. Is it the same thing? Same zero reason? out of 10. Do not break up that friendship. Even right. though she's dead. I, I wouldn't say zero out of 10 because I do see some compatibility, but I don't want it because I love their beautiful friendship. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say two out of 10. Love it. Nick Fury and Carol Danvers. Zero out of 10. Really? <laughs> Really? That's a zero out of ten. Yeah, no, that's gross. What? You like that? Well, I'm. I didn't expect you to be so staunch about it. I, in my mind, Nick Fury's like sixty years old. Whoa, 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 whoa! Well, let's back up. Let's back up to the to the nineteen ninety five. Oh, so we're talking. We're talking like if when they met in that movie. To be honest, she has no personality in that movie. I don't know why anybody would want to ship her in that movie. She is so dry and. Just has no no charisma or personality, <laughs> uh, no warmth. Um, so no, I wouldn't want to put anyone through that. <laughs> Dang it, that's tough. That's t- <laughs> yeah. I don't like that movie. If you guys didn't know, it's bad. Uh, yeah, the CGI wasn't even that great. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say five out of ten. Wow. Because someone needs 50, to love 50. Nick Fury, obviously. <laughs> yeah. What about that old lady on the, his, like, council or whatever? <laughs> eh. No. No. Ew. No. Maria Hill. What about Maria Hill? I don't know. She's kind of old, isn't she? I don't know. If I was going to ship anybody with him, it'd probably be her, but I don't know. Okay. There hasn't been any relevant, uh, like, really... Good. I thought they had something. I'm just saying. Ugh. I did. Okay. We'll give it a zero for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Perry, I think I'm about out of ships. Really? Well, at least... What about the... Thor? I mean, do we really want to strip Pad Bay away from him? Thor and Pad Bay? Do we ship them? I do. Yeah? I loved them. I was really sad. Whatever they're like, I do too. But at the same time, like she cannot, and I think we're gonna get her back in full force in this fourth movie. Yeah, she is full. She is coming on, and she is gonna be some kind of she Thor, like at the end of it. (gasps) I would die. She will be some kind. of... Does that happen when you marry Thor? I don't know. (laughs) That'd be an interesting byproduct. But uh, (laughs) she will have some kind of powers. Yeah, in this movie, I think, and so maybe. But like at the same time, you just know they have like a deep care for each other in movies one and two but that she does not belong in asgard which but asgard is a people not a place okay what else but she is a human being and she just can't incapable really of caring for thor in the way that he and vice versa and he's incapable of providing her what she needs as a human woman um but they do have a deep connection so i'm excited to see what happens here in this fourth movie i'm gonna ship them yes but only at a six and a half out of 10. I love them. I think they're so precious. Okay. Not as precious as Tony Stark and, and Pepper. Okay. For sure. I don't know. I mean, we love Pad Bay. Yeah, we, we do love Pad We Bay. really do. Yeah. And she got she got a raw deal in Star Wars. So she deserves to be happy in at least one cinematic universe. <laughs> okay. 
What about uh, Ant Man and, and the Wasp? The Wasp. Oh, yes. That's a ten out of ten N- ship for me. Oh, nine and a half for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, like just for me because I'm putting all of the ones that I'm like firm yes at ten. Oh, okay. And you're putting just the one that you like the most yeah, at ten. Yep. Yep. I put that one as a firm yes, ten out of ten, mainly because I think they're both such great contrasting characters. I've talked about how much I like uh, Evangeline Lilly's Wasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is fantastic, and exactly what a just kind of clumsy, scatterbrained, absolutely, but still heroic, brave Scott Lang. It needs yeah and scott's life. already he's already in with the father-in-law yes like that's huge yeah so they're excited f- that there's gonna be a third movie there i knew that was there was definitely an ultimatum on ant-man and the wasp 2 uh that i've heard about in recent months that if it hit a billion dollars it would have the possibility of getting a third if it did not it was donezo after two so happy that we're getting a third happy that back then movies were still making a billion dollars tough um <laughs> So, yeah, we are getting a third Ant-Man and the Wasp, but that will be fun. Uh, what about what about Peggy and Captain America? Oh, to be honest, dude, three out of ten. Oh, that's a ten out of ten for me, too. I'm over it. I love these two. And I think this is more the romantic side of me, which does exist, I found out, in the last nine months. Uh, yeah, shocked me. <laughs> I did not think it did exist, but... <laughs> It has been awoken, and I love Peggy and Captain America. They just are the sweetest little love story, and and I think part of it is because she sees him when nobody else does. It's not just, oh my gosh, this guy's a hunk with huge pectorals and whatnot, and he's got the super soldier serum so he can protect me or whatever. I don't know. It's none of that. It's she saw him... At his yeah. worst, she wasn't probably about to date him at his when he was a tiny little guy, honestly. But she knew him. she noticed him. She noticed his heart, and then it just so happened that he became a big old hunk after that. And well, she knew so, she just, knew he would. How do you not love that while he's on the plane? And also, I just watched this pretty recently because we recorded an episode on it for another podcast. But yeah, it's how do you not just your heart melt? when they're having their last little interaction on the plane. I mean, yeah, here's my thing. Yeah, sure, it's cute, I guess. But they just... If I had to hear Captain America whine about not being with Peggy, like, you know, if... Well, I mean, we watched it. He could... He was going to give up his whole life just to be with Peggy. He did. And then he did. Yeah. And thank goodness they got to be together. Okay, sure. I guess. I don't know. I was just over it by the end. I was going to be like, dude, move on. You've got his niece. You've got her niece. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we already said we didn't ship it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, yeah, that's a ten out of ten for me. That's that's probably. There was a point where I was just like, dude, just move on and deal with the lot you've been given in life. That's my favorite. I think my favorite love story. No. In in all of them. That's not to say like because it's a it's a one movie ship arc. Well, um, I mean, it's like no, it's a whole. Okay. It's a whole universe ship. Arc. I'm going to say that singular movie, like the, the, the love story part of that movie is my favorite, like love story. There's really not a lot of other ones. I mean, you've got the, 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 the star Lord Gamora, um, and you've got the Jane Foster and Thor. There's not a ton. I mean, you've got the MJ and Peter Parker, but that one's kind of been, we didn't talk about that. MJ, Peter Parker, you ship them. Um, I used to Liz and Peter Parker. No. I don't love 
Well, I don't love either of them. In, so. I love Zendaya. I love Zendaya. I don't love MJ. So I loved MJ in Tobey Maguire's. Ah. I love that MJ. Um, because Peter Parker is swooning over MJ the whole time. And then, you know, he, yeah. he finally gets the girl and all that fun stuff that I love that one in the MCU Zendaya and Tom Holland, which who are apparently dating in real life as of right now. Really? Yeah. Um, fact check. I just don't love her MJ that much. Well, let me take that back. Let me take it back. I do love her MJ. Her MJ is fun. However, they confirmed their dating on July 2nd with kiss pics, steamy car makeout. I'm deleting this. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> dating rumors confirmed. Um, I just think I picture Peter Parker as like a mega nerd. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Who would like wait for years or just at least a very long time to like get the girl of his dreams. That would be MJ. Uh-huh. And I just don't see that with this MJ, you know? So, I don't ship it. You don't ship I'm it. I'm kind of over it. You're over them, even though they're dating in real life, and now you're over them. They should be dating in real life. They will have beautiful babies. <laughs> I, I should get invited to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not upset that they're dating in real life. That's cool. I mean, it is kind of the curse of the it's, Spider-Man and MJ. Spider-Man and leading lady dating uh, happens every single, single time. time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Not to mention also, I mean, it, the Troy Bolton as well. Did the same thing in his movies with Vanessa. Yeah, and then... Did not work out. Well, then also in uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. The lead oh, boy those dated two. The, and then she wrote an entire album about him. Well, that's good. Uh, that good that, that T-Swift inspiration, it seems. They're friends now, too. Her and T-Swift. Oh, great. Well, great. Are we surprised? That's probably... T-Swift probably reached out and was like, hey, I also have written albums about exes. Would you like to make a billion dollars? <laughs> yes. Would you like to? Yeah. Um, I will. Wait, which one are we talk? We're talking about MJ and Peter Parker. Yeah. I will ship them, but only at like a five and a half out of 10. I will just barely bump it into that ship them category. She's not like the. Okay. So here's the thing. My. Here's my 11 out of 10. I would ship them. Oh. And it's out of the MCU. It's Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker. Oh god! I love the Gwen, Gwen Stacy Peter Parker uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. And I know we fight about Andrew Garfield. The worst Spider-Man. Uh, all, Emma Stone. Uh, Emma Stone. Fantastic. Fantastic. And and Andrew Garfield is an amazing actor. And I love, and I'm I I like his Spider Man. A lot of people don't. I like his Spider Man, but I just think those two, and they dated as well in real life. I yep. is, is what we're why we said I that would not it have been mad happens. at that. Would not have been mad if they stayed together. Yeah, but they would, oh well, they would have also made amazing babies, beautiful but, babies. <laughs> but they were just so cute. It was, <laughs> and then she died. And then she died. He couldn't save her. But I think they, even though they were both like in their mid twenties and trying to do a high school relationship. <laughs> like we've all been there yeah um <laughs> yeah relatable but uh i liked it i thought i thought they were great they were cute and just had relatable uh things that they were going through except for the fact that uh he was a superhero and she was not yeah but like but her dad was a it's just so cute the end of the first amazing spider-man movie when Basically, her dad asks him to leave her out of it. Basically, like, you're going to have a lot, make a lot of enemies, leave my daughter out of it. Mm -hmm. And so he's basically leaves her alone, but is still kind of watching over her. 
Because you can't. Yeah. He just he's in love with her, so he can't like right. leave her alone. Right. So he's really just a stalker. So he's really a stalker for a little bit, and then one day he comes into class and sits in front of her, uh, or behind her, and behind her at the end of the movie, and he's late to class, and the teacher says. Peter, you're late. And he says, uh, sorry, it won't happen again. And she goes, don't make promises you can't keep, Peter. And he sits down and whispers in front to Gwen, but those are the best kind. What? Ew. Love it. Oh, well, it's because he's saying the promise that he made to her dad, oh. he's decided he can't keep of staying away from her. Because they had already had a they yeah. had already had a thing. A thing where he went and talked to her and sh- and she asked, did my dad make you like promised to stay away from me and he didn't answer but he like kind of nodded and yeah so she knew that that was the case that that, that he had like promised to stay away from her and so he sits down and says that basically he has made he knows that that's a promise he can't keep and she smiles in such a cute way i don't know I've, and then he gets her killed and then she dies and her father was right all along so that's that, tough if that's, that says anything listen tough. to your parents kids that's tough but she's just yeah they're great and they're both fantastic actors so whatever not sorry anyway anybody else we didn't talk about do we miss anybody i feel like everybody got a shot we out. talked about and, and you know this obviously with black widow coming out we talked about some some romanoff ships and now yeah maybe we're gonna we're about to, we might be about to get the opposite of a romanoff ship <laughs> yeah well yeah we might get the sister with but i don't think they're gonna be together yeah. They're going to be, well, they'll be together, but just at each other's throats, trying to kill each other. I feel like we covered almost everybody. I think so. I think so. I think, I think we, we did a great job. I think we have. We did a great job, Perry. I think we have. And so your all-time favorite MCU ship is... Natasha and Bruce Natasha Banner. Natasha and Bruce Banner. Man. I now present... What could have been? Oh, what should have been, what man. Been. Go see that movie, guys. Go see Black Widow. What should have been. Go see it. And spoiler, we've already seen it. And we're not going to tell you what we think about it because you're going to have to come back and listen to the BMC. Which you should do. Which, you which should if do. you didn't know, is about Black Widow. Which is going to be about Black Widow. And you'll get that joke after you listen to the episode. <laughs> and, she's, and it's going to be, yeah, she's going to be in it. Black Widow, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Natasha Romanoff. AKA. Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Wes's favorite 10 out of 10 ship with Bruce Banner. Black Widow. Black Widow. Also Black Widow. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say my favorite 10 out of 10 ship in the MCU. Wait, who did I give 10 out of 10s to? Peggy and Peggy Cap. and Cap. And I gave three, I think. I don't remember now. Oh, Wanda and Vision. Oh. And and I don't know. I thought maybe I had one more. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Wanda and Vision the nod. Okay. I'm gonna give Wanda and Vision the nod. They're cute. Yeah. They deserve each other. They do. They do. Well, they deserve better because they didn't end up with each other. But, you know, I digress. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we've done it. We've we've shipped them. Yep. That was the first <laughs> the first ever episode of Would We Ship Him? <laughs> and we did. Yeah. We for the most part. We'll, the, we'll do this again. About something else. With Yeah. With Disney or Star Wars. Star Wars. Clifford. Clifford. <laughs> Dragon Tales. Dragon tails, dragon. Okay, tales. that would be weird. Um, that's a no from me. <laughs>
But uh, yeah, PBS Kids, would we ship them? <laughs> that could be a fun episode. Oh my goodness. That could be our TV 14 episode. Oh boy, oh boy. I don't know. I've heard, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, we'll see. I'll try to shoot them down in production, guys. But uh, that was fun. And yeah, join us next week for the Black Widow BMC. But until then, you're going to want to stay hungry. And stay humble. But most importantly, stay, stay hydrated. hydrated.